thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Spectrum Internet has enough speed to handle all your needs, so you can work, game, and stream with speeds up to a gig. Plus, Spectrum's advanced Wi-Fi provides enhanced security for all your connected devices. Get Spectrum Internet with fast and reliable speeds, starting at just $29.99 a month with a two-year price guarantee. Visit Spectrum.com slash Internet for you for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Restrictions apply. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. One, two, clean. Happy Thursday! Ooh. The week is almost over. Ooh. Get ready, Sydney. So excited for the week to be almost. Well, we're actually recording this on a Tuesday, so there's it's no really end in just sight. Started. <laughs> Weeks are so long. I feel like yeah. Thursday's not a real day. I feel like the only days that are days are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I feel like. How in the heck did God give us seven days? I mean, I know that's not God thing, but like, how did God give us seven days in a week? And we take two out of those seven days as free days. Why not three out of those seven days? Girl, well, I don't know. That's not God. That's the days. U.S. government. <laughs> but yeah. why isn't it three? Like, that's really annoying. Because uh, if we already have two. Okay, this is why we have weekends. Okay. Labor unions fought for labor rights for people to have days off from working right and they justified it by saying that if we get two days off we're likely to spend money those two days to give back to the economy like going to the movies and buying out in restaurants oh, and, and going stuff to like the mall. that yeah so we're not just working we're also going to spend money at those businesses so that we can like keep creating like revenue to, to have in the economy but two days off is like okay we're working for five days spending for two days but if we spend for three days and only work for four days, then we're also losing money. We're not having people like make enough product, yeah. you know? Thank you, labor unions. But yeah, we should definitely push for a three day. I think Friday should, we should not work on Friday. Yeah, well, because Friday's like Friday. Like, why would you ever work on a Friday? I don't understand. Like, I know for me, like, I get the least work done on my Fridays. I only work two or three hours compared to like my four or five hours or six hours that I work all of the other days because I do part-time work. So... Why don't just give us the whole day off? I, I never get anything done anyway. I work eight hours on Fridays in person. See, so just eliminate those eight hours for no reason. Yeah, clearly we're two very highly intelligent people over here. This is why I'm not going to be a law student. And today we're talking about... Oh, we've welcome. Had, we've had school for two days and I'm yeah. already exhausted. I, I keep I keep going to sleep. I keep napping, mm-hmm. and I just don't ever feel rested because I have so many things I need to do. Welcome to crying in public today, and my name is Sarah. I'm Sydney, and we are so excited to be here. I cried in public so many times this weekend, y'all. It was awesome. I feel like it was like a like a fulfillment of a prophecy <laughs> that I fulfill every weekend. <laughs> 
I can't remember actually the last time I cried in public. Maybe it was probably at a restaurant. Yeah, it was definitely at a restaurant. Was it at the one time that I'm thinking of right now where it was just me and you? Was at the Garrett. Was that the last time you cried in public? I don't remember. But mine was literally Sunday. Oh, I know. I cried in public with my mom at our favorite restaurant, Domo Domo, on Sunday. Yes, I cried in public there. Oh, wait, never mind. I cried in the library today. Oh, there you go. I hate, okay, wearing a mask when you cry is cute because, like, it covers your face. Then also all the water just goes straight onto your mask. Yeah. Which is also not cute. I don't know where all my masks went. I've had, like, 50 masks, and suddenly they're all gone. I have one. Or, you know, or, or it's, like, you have 20 masks, and then you only just, like, reuse one. So, like, all your makeup's on that one, and, like, yeah. no. And guys are, like, <laughs> ew. I'm, like, shut up. You really don't wipe your ass. Okay, I think about it. Men don't use toilet paper. Like, they don't even have it in the bathroom. Like, in public restrooms, it's just, like, a urinal. And, no, like, do you know how nasty that is? I think about that sometimes. And I'm just, like, men really got the nasty to have opinions about things. And they don't even wipe after they use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I remember when I had my first boyfriend, he, like, peed in front of me. And I was, like, first of all, huh? okay, the way boys pee smells and sounds. Ew. It's, like, that? why is it, like, bubbly? It's, it's like, sodium. Oh, my God. Why does it always froth? Yes. It's, it's so frothy. Gross. It's so nasty. And, like, what are you eating? <laughs> Literally. Like, frothy as hell. Ew. <laughs> and, like, it always smells so bad. Like, I don't know why. And they never flush. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Like, I'll walk in and it's, like, it's been, like, filling up for the last five days. That's so nasty. <laughs> And also, like, ew, filling up. It's so gross. It's so gross. But so when my first boyfriend did that in front of me the first time, like, he, like, didn't wipe. And I was like, why didn't you? He's like, well, because we're boys. I don't need to. And I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? The word froth makes you want to, it's, like, yeah. moist, but worse. I, I'm not actually very, like, repugnant. Wait. Repulsed. Repulsed by the word moist. What did you ask me if it, if it was a word yesterday? Oh, um, I remember. It was during an episode. I just edited it. It was... Um, it was like a word that's like definitely a word you use on multiple daily basis. Yeah. And you... Sometimes I like... like Okay. Two words I'll never in my life be able to spell. Acknowledge and opportunity. Every time I have to spell them, I have to sit there and think it out. Yeah. Like, is there a C, a W, and a K in acknowledge? Or just two of the, you know? When I spell out friend... I always sound out fry end in my head. Interesting. All the time. And well, like Wednesday. E, I before E unless after. A, uh-huh. What's the song? I, I before E unless <laughs> after E. What? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But what about like Wednesday? Like Wednesday? I, I always say I'm not like Wednesday. I think Mississippi. I don't spell that often, but I have to say the song on my head. Or like bananas, I have to say B. Or, oh no, independent. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? E. I love that <laughs> But yeah, I can't spell it out there. Independent. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Can you spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? I want to know what crackhead a person came up with that. I can spell it. You want to hear it? Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Oh, fine. I know you're dying to hear it, so I'll say it. S U P E R C A L I F R A G I L I S T I C E X P I L A D S C I A U S. In your fucking. <laughs> Tell me you watch too much Disney. Ah. Tell me you watch too much Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah. So today, eh, 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 I got, well, it was a few days ago that I got the shirt in the mail, but my favorite, like, Instagram, YouTube, Disney vlogger, Bronwyn Wise Miller is her name. I was watching her since, like, she first started her channel in, like, 2017, 2018. And I finally bought a shirt from her website, and I got it in the mail, and I, like, started crying. So I posted on my story, and then she reposted it on her story that I got the shirt. I don't get what she does. She vlogs about Disney, and she also is a small business owner. She has a shop called Once Upon a Brawn, where she sells Disney merch, like, like, stickers. Does she go to Disney, like, every week? She goes to Disney a lot because she used to be a cast member, so it was, like, 50% off admission or like completely free to go to the parks i forget which one but like her girlfriend is a cast member right now so they still get the same deal how do you not get bored of it i guess there's a lot to do disney yeah i guess i would really never get bored of disney but also i i get bored of it and you know why because if i had to pay full price to do the same thing yeah Yeah. like my wallet would my bank account would get bored See, I feel like Disney is your guilty pleasure, but not really because you're not guilty about it. Yeah, I don't feel too guilty about that, to be honest. (laughs) I don't even know if I have. I think my guilty pleasure is like Elvis or something. Like, I don't really think I really have one. Um, Yeah, I don't think you like something that's like genuinely embarrassing to other people. 
Like, like that would be like embarrassing to say like out loud. Fan fiction, but that's not now. That was like five yeah. years ago. So that's not even a guilty. Pleasure. My taste in men is a guilty pleasure. There you go. That's a good one. Something no one should be promoting. <laughs> yeah, she's a great human and very patient, very kind. And I am impatient. I think I'm the most impatient person on this earth, but I just have no choice. People think I'm patient. No, I think I think you are very patient with men. I don't think it's that you don't have a choice because you do have a choice. But I think it's like. You're just, you're like a kind human being. Like, I think that that's it. Whoa. Guys, people came up to us about the podcast this weekend, like, on multiple occasions, and it was so weird, because, like, like, we started this during COVID, like, right when COVID started, like, June of 2020. So, like, we weren't used to, like, seeing people. And it's so weird, because, like, obviously, we love to, like, meet people, and we, like, want to see y'all and meet y'all. But, like, you guys know I'm so awkward. I'm always, like, they'll be like, I listen to your podcast, and I'm like, do I say thank you? Because they didn't say they liked it. They just say hi, and Tara's Tara's a touch of heart. And she's like, "Oh my god!" And I'm yeah, like, "Yeah, I do the hand on chest thing and like the oh." I just go thanks. Yeah, in a super awkward way. There was this one time I think we told this story already on a podcast, but like Cindy and I were just walking back from happy hour, and I was like on my phone doing something, and this girl walked by, and like I thought she said to Cindy that like she liked her dress, but in reality she said I like the podcast. I don't know how I got those two mixed up, but Cindy was like, "Thank you so much," and then kind of looked at me to say something, and I didn't say anything. She just looked at me blankly, and I was like, "Okay, never mind." <laughs> and then we walked by, and you were like, "She just said that she liked the podcast," and I was like, "Oh no, I'm the worst." I feel like what if people are like I met her and she's so rude. That's my biggest fear because yeah. like I'm not I'm not I don't think that I'm rude. I think I'm just awkward and it may come off as that. Mm-hmm. And also I usually let Sarah take the the lead on that because she's like so bubbly. So if she doesn't <laughs> say anything, then it, it falls to me at like a ten seconds later, and I'm like, yay, thank you. But if you that is not to say if you do see us, do say something. Don't not say something. Yeah. Because it makes us very happy. No, we promise. Like, we'll be nice to you. We just might be a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just, that's just how it is. But it's, yeah, we're all awkward. Like, you're probably going to be awkward, too. We're all awkward. Um, and also, today we're going to talk about situationships. That's going to be fun. Yes, because that's all I'm ever in. <laughs> I started, you know what I started doing? I started manifesting <laughs> and just calling relationships. And if the guy ever, like, says anything to me about it, I'm like, what about it? Mm-hmm. What are we not, you know? Yeah, like, what are you going to tell me no? Uh, well, yeah, but. <laughs> I think my overarching belief about situationships is that it's just men who want to keep a girl or a person wants to keep their partner without having responsibility of being in a relationship. So if they cheat or they defect or they, like, mess up, they, they feel less guilty about it because they're like, oh, we weren't actually dating. But they want all the benefits of being in a relationship. Yeah, like, they want, like... They want, like, the sex, and they want, like, you know, the little snuggles and the support system, but they don't actually want to, like, give that back. to cook for them and clean for them and bring them dinner and all this stuff. But when it comes to, like, the hard stuff or, like, putting any work in whatsoever, suddenly it's, like, I don't feel bad, and I can't, or I don't feel like I needed to be, like, loyal or need to do this or that or, like, whatever because we weren't actually dating. But it's, like... You still have responsibility that person's feelings if you are in that kind of like intimate relationship. So you can't just like defect and be like, actually, we weren't together. Like your actions still have consequences, you know? What I find is that women's expectations for men have decreased. So, well, not even decreased. They're just ultimately at a low, especially like on social media. Like, or what I was trying to say, like with the rise of social media, especially, I feel like women's expectations in general are super, super, super low. So I feel like, for example, which manifests itself in the real world, I think. But for example, on TikTok, a guy will literally just have to stand there with a shirt off playing the guitar and it'll get like 4 million likes, 80,000 views. I mean, 80,000 million views, like whatever. That's manifests itself in real life, I think, because oftentimes in situationships, all men really have to do is like be there, like sit on the couch, be like... Barely be there either. Yeah. They like give just enough to keep the girl interested, but not enough to be like a stable figure in that person's life. Or even worse, when the girl pulls away, he like gives a little more and a little more and then gets her back and then like stops again. I feel like social media a lot and digital media in general really manifests in real life because a man has to do so much less than a woman because there's so much less competition in the male field on like TikTok and Instagram to go viral. That's a really good analogy to like situationships because men literally don't have to do shit. They have to invite you over, sit there on the couch and like be an arm. You know what I mean? And like 
possibly sometimes a penis. Like that's all they have to be. But like not even that. We, we have toys for that now. Yeah, li- literally. And then women, we have to go out and like get them food and like cook and like watch movies and like keep them entertained and like suggest all the date nights and movies and uh, suggest going out to dinner and dressing up nice. And we have to like force them to like do stuff with us, kind of. So it's super annoying. Like I know whenever I was in a situationship. I'd always be the driving force, like, the let's do this today, let's do that today. Like, I have to shave and, like, do all of these things. Like, I had this list, this to-do list of all of the things I would do before meeting up with this guy. And, like, he'd just be sitting there, not even clean. And sometimes they wouldn't even sit there. Like, it's the floor, the bar is the floor. Like, showing up is the bare minimum, and sometimes they won't even do that, you know? And it's, like, the minute you expect something from them, it's, like, oh, I can't do this. It's just too much. Too, too much what I'm asking you to, to sit there and look pretty like what else you need to do you know I think it's like this is like a multi-prong thing like on one hand I think it's happening because like just think about evolutionary the, the quote-unquote purpose like down to like scientific purpose of like the genders in terms of like the most archaic like oh women have to provide and like women have to like be mothers and be wives like literally have to be their boyfriends and husbands mothers because they think that like they need that in their life you know like they want they don't want a wife they want a mother you know they also have sex with which came out weird but um Um, yeah (laughs) Yeah. like they have to cook they have to clean and provide they have to be a wife a mother they have to be like the host etc etc but like i feel like men's roles have like kind of diminish themselves over time because like women have like left the home like the domestic cult like they've become people who hold jobs and like breadwinners and like now they're not just like confined to the home and like a trophy for their husbands you know like they're out working they're out saving lives they're out protesting like whatever whatever so like men feel like their like uh purpose or their role has been like taken over so now the only thing that they find value in is sex that's the only thing they can still provide people, you know? Like, they don't need... Like, no one can take that away from them, you know? So I feel like it's why they find so much value in it. And it's why, like, young men who are, like, in their 20s or, like, late teens, they don't want relationships. Mm-hmm. Because in their head, it's like, I'm going to be tied down and you, you know? They find value. They find self-esteem. They find purpose in how many girls can have sex with because it impresses their buddies or makes them feel like they have some type of purpose, you know? Which I think is, like, meh. And I think that they treat girls badly because of that. I think it's kind of gross. But, like, how do you train that out of an entire generation, society? Not just in America, but, like, worldwide, you know? I also think that way more men think, oh, my God, all these women want to fuck me than, like, women think, oh, my God, all these men want to fuck me. Because, like, scientifically, there are more women than men on this earth. But, like, those numbers aren't statistically significant enough for me to sit here and go oh well there's less competition there's more competition because like that's not really true but like I mean in New York City it's true but different reasons (laughs) but like worldwide that's not true I think it's more of uh, an idea like no woman really that I've ever seen could like confidently say like oh my god like one, two, three, four, all these men want to fuck me, but, like, men kind of have that idea, like, I am going into this nightclub, I deserve to be fucked, like, tonight. Like, I'm going to think with, like, six women. To, yeah. you know? I just don't, like, I'm, obviously some girls do, or some women do, and I'm not going to judge them for that, because, like, But, like, all... it's not an entitled way, as I guess, like, not yeah. in a negative way I've ever heard. Like, I've never heard a woman come up to me and be like, oh, my God, uh, I deserve, like, they, they don't talk about sex like it's something they deserve. I've only heard men talk like about that way. To. That's what I was trying yeah. to say. Like, I just don't, I don't get my value from sex, and I never have, I think. Like, for me, sex is something that I want to do with someone who, like, I appreciate and value because of a connection with him that we do have. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that's why I've never, like, been crazy about hookup culture. It's like, I just don't find value in it. Because it makes me feel worse. It's like, the only thing that me and this person have is, like, wanting to be physical for 24 seconds, and then it's done. Like, I feel like that's just a waste of time, in my opinion. Like, some people like it, some people find value in it, and that's fine. But I feel like if that is an excuse for you to treat women or treat people badly because you think that you're entitled to it, that's when it becomes a problem. I completely agree. And as someone who used to find, and as someone who still does find a lot of value in, like, sexual relations, um, and, like, I know, like, way, like, this is definitely something we differentiate on and, like, possibly disagree on. Even as someone, however, to your point, who found at one point so much self-fulfillment in, like, getting with all of these guys for, like, no reason... I think it was like for me it was less of like an I can conquer you 
and more of like a I have these problems that I'm trying to fix in myself and like right now this is giving me my immediate fulfillment and like that's what I need to keep me going tomorrow if that makes sense so I feel like even when I mean and I'm not saying like women can just be out there being single and like loving sex and like have it not be in a like insecurity issue but like just for me it was you know not to say it didn't give me any less value because it did it gave me a lot of value to myself like in my brain but that's not necessarily right if that makes sense like I'm not sitting here now looking back on that and being like oh yeah that was like totally a correct mindset but I feel like everyone has ways of dealing with their own things that works for them absolutely and it worked for me at the time yeah because like I had the opposite reaction like I was dealing with insecurities but it made me feel worse about myself because it was Mm -hmm. like in that guy's head which is how I viewed it and why I hated hookup culture for so long it was like in that guy's head, all I have to offer him is my vagina. You know, like, I don't mm-hmm. have, um, like, a personality or, or, like, gifts to offer someone or, like, happiness to offer someone that doesn't just equate to giving them sex. You know, like, like that's my only piece of work to them. And that's why I didn't like hookup culture. But some people are able to do it without the emotions, and I just can't, you know, and that's right, my right. problem. And since I actually value that, because I feel like I do put so much work into relationships, like, I do value them so much. But also, I feel like because I do that, I overlook so many things that I shouldn't overlook because I'm so desperately trying to make something work, you know? Mm. Right, right, right. But in terms of situationships, I, like, in terms of advice for them, I feel like give yourself a timeline because with men, especially, like, all this is referring to everyone, but especially if you're in, like, a male-to-female relationship, if you give a man all that he wants out of it, which is going to be sex, no commitment, and basically a girlfriend, like, you know, like a wife that doesn't need a commitment, you know, like your quote-unquote wifey to him, but he doesn't have to commit to you, he doesn't put any work in, doesn't have to, like, be beholden to any, like, quote-unquote rules. Meanwhile, you're doing everything for him as a girlfriend and giving him the girlfriend experience and treatment. Um, oh, this is what I say. You're giving him the wife treatment at the booty call price you know (laughs) literally and I feel like obviously if you're starting a relationship that might be what's ideal for you because you're like test driving the relationship and like as you do that feelings grow it's like once you reach a certain point whether it's like three months or four months or five months that like if you continue to give him that treatment and not expect or demand anything in return like respect or commitment or loyalty then it's just gonna stay that way and you're gonna end up being hurt in the end or more hurt than you already are because like I let Swishship go on for three years before I put my foot down you know and like looking back I read it so often because I'm like I should have demanded the respect that I thought I deserved and if I didn't get it I should have left you know because all it did was tear me down and feel insecure that like I was enough to fulfill what that person really wanted an actual girlfriend and not in like a side piece you know I personally hate the word situationship not in the way that I think we shouldn't use it in this episode but in the way that I don't think it's a positive thing quite genuinely ever I think that there's a fine line between dating and then a situationship like there's obviously going to be that period healthy or not where you're you know you're just kind of like going out and you're not really like committed yet to each other but like you're not obviously exclusive and I think that can either be a good thing or a bad thing and like there's obviously some gray area but I think there's a very fine line and Cindy just laid that out like quite perfectly I think is like if you're giving wifey treatment at the booty call level that's a situationship and that can often turn into a really negative situation you can you can like sit here and like listen to this and be like oh this is my exact number a week three months of dating before I think it's right to actually get a new relationship, but I personally think it differs with every single person. So I'm not even going to be like, oh, well, sis, if it goes longer than three months, you're in trouble, red flag. Uh-uh. But like, um, I also think just maybe recognize within yourself and your own personal situation when it does cross that line. This has nothing to do what we're talking about literally at all. But there's this video of um, a pap smear that was on TikTok that came up this morning and it had like zero views zero like three comments no sins so like i was like obviously no one's gonna see this and the girl was just like showing like what the device is and like when you should get it and like i had my first pap smear if you guys don't know what that is like when you turn 21 you start to get routine pap smears every six to 12 months or you're supposed to and it screens for like um cervical cancer stds things like that like just your general women's health and like it for a lot of people to save their lives like when it comes to um like uterine or cervical cancer and so they stick this like little metal thing in you and like it looks scary as hell so it's like a medical torture device from the medieval times you know but yo it felt kind of good so i commented that on the video and i was like yo not gonna lie it felt kind of good why am i suddenly getting all these comments replying to me and i'm like shit people saw that let me and see. now it has hold on now it has 2.5 million views 
and 165,000 likes and 7,000 comments. And people keep commenting, please, girl, what are you talking about? Let me see, let me see. I just got, I was it? like, no. Of course, my comment got one like, and the girl replying <laughs> to me got like 10, and I was like, great. But I'm, yo, I'm not even joking, because like when I saw that machine, I was like, ma'am, I'm sorry, but that thing is not going inside my body. When she did, I was kind of like, ooh. Not even going to lie, look at it good. Speaking of comments on TikTok, whenever Cindy comments on one of my TikToks, it always gets the most likes out of like any single person who comments. I can't help that I'm funny, guys. She's on fire. On fact, this girl is on fire. 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 That's how I used to work my nerves. I'd be like, ooh, girl, shut up. We get it. Ooh, you're hot, you know? (laughs) Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N dot com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian premium cocktails on demand. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. I hate when girls are named Lee. Lee? Like L-I or no. L-E-E? Girl, who knows what? Lee? L-E-E. Like, I don't recently okay. dislike it, but I feel like when I see Lee, I think of like a trucker. And then the age of 17.5. And then, but there's always cute girls named Lee. And I'm like, Leah? <laughs> Leanne? Like, you couldn't add a little bit more level to that. If your name is Lee, I'm so sorry. You're probably a wonderful person. Also knowing all these girls in class wearing, I've seen like five girls today wearing sports bras and sports bras. Like the cute ones you get from Zara, like bralettes and sweatpants to class with like Air Jordans. And they're all skinny. I'm like, okay, ma'am. You are not even distracting the men. You're distracting me. Because how are you sitting down with no rolls? You're skinny. You look good in your class. I'm wearing jeans and a full-length shirt, and I still feel like I'm revealing too much. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, ugh. But don't, but don't, don't fret. The minute I get my, my toned back, that will genuinely be me. I think going, because differentiating between, like, the good and the bad of situationships, uh, let's talk about the pleasant part. Because I know I really like kind of that initial dating phase where there was so much spark and like passion and like you could really focus on 
not too much like is this going to be long term like oh my god are we going to get married like are we going to move in like you don't have to think about all of that uh like your biological clock isn't ticking quite yet you know what I mean like you're still in that really like romantic phase where you you just want to be impressed and you want to like do the same for whoever you're dating so I think that that's really cool and also I like it because in that phase I always get like free shit like I get my meal paid for my uber is called it's really nice girl who you be dating <laughs> like I don't like starting to date someone new because I feel like I put so much into relationships so like I just see like the exhaustion coming emotionally and that's why I do it so like I've been in relationships where like my yeah sorry that's so depressing <laughs> yeah I know because what what I'm what I was doing last year like, yeah oh yeah so I've, I, you, I'm a very long-term relationship person. Like, I've been back-to-back long-term relationships. And, like, it's amazing when, like, you finally, like, get over someone and find someone new and you feel yourself falling for them again. And they do the same shit. And you're like, what? You know? And, like, um, you, always have, you always have so much hope for, like, the relationship, you know? <laughs> so it's just imminent doom it's just, all the it's time? It's literally imminent doom. But... I always learn so much about myself, and I think I become closer to myself, which is really weird, because, like, shouldn't you be close to yourself already? I don't know. But, um, I do love the feeling of falling in love, like, all over again, you know? Like, that's always nice. Then you get crushed, and it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I mean, it does suck, but, like, it is fun. Yeah, I'm not. It is fun, though, you know? Like, learning to love someone again, or, like, falling for someone again, because you're like, wow, I still have human emotion, you know? (laughs) Guys, I swear I'm not always as depressing. I'm just joking. So you got her period today, guys. I did. You know what I realized? What? Pigs have never seen this guy before. Who? What? Pigs have never seen this guy before. Pig. Think about the way pigs are oriented. They can't lift their eyes. <gasps> what if they were like... <gasps> what if they were like... Never mind. Like, they don't work they, like that. Yeah, because if they rolled over on their back, do they sleep? They How do the pigs sleep? I think they just, like, need keel over. <laughs> like, Why are we talking about Are they, like, dogs? Can they roll over? But, like, I feel... This is how I'm going to say. Okay. I feel like falling in love with someone, like, that first moment of, like, like butterflies of, like, shit, this, I'm falling for this person, that's how I imagine a pig would feel. He, like, picked it up and shoved it in the sky. That was dark. so... I think that was the most, like, wholesome thing you've ever said. Like, imagine them, like, cry. seeing a star for the first time. You little pig. Why am I crying? That I was know. so nice. Big old pigs are ugly, but little ones are cute. That was really cute. I like that. Yo, pigs are so ugly. The baby <laughs> ones are really cute, though. Do you remember that Kardashian meme where, like, Kylie came down and she was like, oh my god, is that a chicken? And Chris was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what was it? Like... Chris brought Kylie a pig. I think it was Chris. I also think it was Kylie, but I can never be sure. Chris bought Kylie a pig, and, like, it was a baby pig, and she was, like, holding it as she walked in the door. And she called Kylie on the intercom was like, come down, I have a surprise for you. And then Kylie was coming down the long-ass, like, spiral staircase in their house, saw Chris the pig, sees the pig, and goes, oh, my God, is that a chicken? Wait, and that's the funniest thing. Okay, I admit, Kylie is really funny. Or at least she used to be. Like, got a video of her in the car, and she was saying, she was like... Oh, wow. <laughs> it's so funny. Bro. The, like, lullaby or the good morning song or whatever the fuck she sang, her daughter was so hilarious. Stormy's the cutest thing on this earth. Like, you can't even tell me anything different. I would literally commit murder to be Stormy. Like, I want a birthday party like that. <laughs> is that a Bubba Birkin? I was like, uh, <laughs> I broke ass at two. was like, is it a Bubba Barbie doll? Like, bruh. Do you know how rich you have to be to be two years old and know what a Birkin is? And have to have, like, a collection of... Oof. But I think Courtney's the funniest Kardashian. Yes, she's she is. So she doesn't give a shit about anything. Mean, and it's so funny. Hold on, I'm trying to think of like the, my favorite thing. Oh, well, the classic one is when like Kim lost her diamond earring in the ocean. She was like, "Can there literally people dying?" Yeah. Well, that one TikTok Courtney did of like all the iconic sounds, like m- mimicking them with yeah. Stassi. I think that was so good. But my favorite is when she was like, "I just had such a hard day. Like, I have to go to Vegas this weekend, and tomorrow I have to get a spray tan." And they're like, what? She's like, yeah, I'm really busy. And then Rob was like, wow, it is just filling up. Yes. My thing, my favorite was when Courtney was in an interview or something where she was like on the phone with someone. She was like, I hate my sisters. I literally hate them so much. Like, I don't want to be in this family. And everyone was like, what are you talking about? You're a Kardashian. Or a Jenner. Courtney, Courtney Kardashian. Kardashian. Yeah. People, I think like the Kardashians is a phenomenon just like I think the royal family is a phenomenon like the obsession I mean like not even obsession but like the fascination with the royal family is very similar to that of the Kardashians it's funny though because like British people I love British people now at least they only like colonized half the world and like killed off half of black people 
But love them. They're cute. If you ever tell them about their tea or about their royals, you would think you are committing genocide against them. Like, I remember someone on um, TikTok was like, oh my God, I'm manifesting a British boy. And she was dropping like Lipton tea bags on the floor. And this, you would have thought someone punched this guy's kid in the face. He was like, do you fucking think I would go after you with a Lipton tea bag? Are you kidding? I was like, oh my God, calm down. She was just like holding a random tea thing. Like it wasn't that serious. Then also if you say anything about the queen or whoever is in that family, they'll be like, oh my God, she's the best person ever. I'm like, okay, calm down. I'm just picturing like, what if some random guy made a TikTok and was like, fuck you fucking queen and like tagged Britain in it. And yeah, they're so funny. They're always just like, if you say anything on Britain or like Tuesday in it, they're like, okay, school shooter. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I know. Have you seen that video on YouTube? It's like 15 minutes long. And some people, I forget if it's like cut or vice or something, but like they go around to different countries or they like ask their representatives from different countries to, or their employees or whatever to like go around and ask people like, what do you think of America? Like describe America in three words. And like everywhere in Europe specifically, like not so much Australia, not so much like Africa. It was more like Europe specifically. People were like, what do you think about America? And everybody who answered was like, fat Trump McDonald's fat. Yeah, I'm like, like, oh my God. Oh my God. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. During the summertime when the weather gets hot, I can only imagine how much time you plan to spend outside with friends and family or on your couch with that AC blasting. AT&T 5G and home internet keeps you connected, whether you're at home or on the go, so you can stay connected to your loved ones and to your favorite things. Whether you're sharing pics from the best rooftops, video calling your friends from an outdoor concert, or streaming your favorite show, episode after episode after episode. So connect at home or on the move with AT&T 5G and home internet and create memories and more all summer long. AT&T 5G requires compatible plan and device. Coverage not available everywhere. Learn more at att.com slash 5G for you. America makes no sense to me because like, this is not something we're not going to get into right now. Like we have a whole other like video or like episode on like body shaming and like fat phobia and stuff. But like. Sometimes I just be question marking, question marking. Like, why do you care what people look like? Like, go, like you go, go take care of yourself, mm-hmm. men. Go wipe, go wipe after you pee. How about that? Stop. No, that's your pee is literally frothy. Why are you talking about people? Ooh. Please, no, no, no. Like, if I got lemonade, put it in a bowl, got a frother and frothed it, that's what men's pee. No, and just put like a little like dash of rot in it. <laughs> yeah. It literally smells like rotting eggs like, and fetus. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Slightly nasty. But wait, we were also Sydney and I were having a discussion like right before we started recording about 
brands that we don't like like clothing brands and I know like there's gonna be a whole other episode like we'll get into it a lot there but I just want to like insert it just for like a little funsy like breaky like funsy breaky um, <laughs> we don't like Lululemon or Brandy Melville at all like Lululemon like, or Allo Yoga I don't I hate Allo Yoga why are Allo? you charging $500 for a sports bra that isn't even made for boobs it's made for 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 skeleton you mm-hmm. know like there's no support there. And I understand that the quality of Lululemon is really good, apparently. Apparently. But, like, I don't even think so. Like, this one time when I was 12, I got, like, a sports bra from Lululemon. And, like, it broke, like, the third day. And, like, it wasn't even, like, small on me or anything. Like, it just was, like, crap. And maybe it was, like, one item. But I never bought from there again. Also, all the employees from both of those places are so mean. I've never met a nice Lululemon employee. Like, I literally, like, the, she's, is that your size? Did you? Do you want me to go get, yeah. like, a medium for Brandy you? Because you like, don't look, like, a small. I'm wearing like, one size fits all. <laughs> all of what? All of my arm. Thank you. And they're also, like, all, like, models or, like, aspiring models. Yeah, and, like, you go up. I feel like whenever you, first of all, whenever you look around in Brandy Melville, there are no employees to, like, help you out at all. Like, nobody says shit to you until you get to the cash register. And then they're, like, If you're not pretty, they, like, don't speak to you. Yeah. I'm, like, okay, sorry, I'm so ugly. You can't look at me. Like, (laughs) Uh, Brandy Melville employees remind me of, like, every mean girl in my high school. Also, if you work at Lululemon or Brandy Melville, we're so sorry. No, we're not. We hope that you're nice. We hope that you are, we hope that you're going against the tide, you know? Like, if your customers feel this bad about themselves walking out of your uh, store, uh, maybe change. Um, But Brandy Melville especially, it's just, like, I hate, and I also like they've been saying, they've been selling the same things for five years. Like, yeah. the things that I have in Brandy Melville from when I was 15 and could fit into Brandy Melville, some of their stuff, uh, I still have. And if I go into their store, they're selling the same thing. I just don't get it. Like, no know? fall collection, no spring collection. No, it's let's change like- the trend. No, it's one white t shirt for $45, just the size of literally Barbie Polly Pockets closet. And jewelry that turns like after 30 seconds. I do like, the, I do like the jewelry though. I don't. Well, you know what? What color do you do? You get gold jewelry from Brandy? I get silver. Okay. Well, I mean, silver still turns, so I guess that's not really like. I think I just, I just never any things I wear like for a long time. They're always like they're earrings I don't like because mm-hmm. they have those weird backs, but like you like, yeah, uh, clip them in like it falls into it instead of like putting a thing on the back, which yeah. is like annoying because I don't know how to do that. But I like their necklaces, and that's about all I have from them. Oh yeah. Okay. So back to our previous conversation. I really like kind of like that happy period of dating. Uh, I think my happy period personally, and then you can tell me yours, mine's like a month and a half where it's like straight happy period. Like they don't do anything to piss me off. And like, even when they do, I don't really care. Cause I'm like, I could just dump you tomorrow. and like, it wouldn't even matter. Yeah. But like after a month and a half, I'm like, <clears throat> I start to think, <clears throat> and I have less of your anxiety where it's like, are you going to do something bad to me? Like whatever. For me, it's, like, more, like, are you going to ask me to start dating you soon? Because I really don't want you to. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, like I'm I start opposite, to get, yeah. I start to, like, pull away and self-sabotage at that point where you start to, like, um, grow towards them. Yeah. Like, for me, it's more, I love the honeymoon period. And that's, like, for me, the time that you start talking and start, like, getting close where, like, you don't say you're exclusive, but you pretty much are. To like we're even dating for like two or three months and then still, like, you want to text them all day every day and smile and kiss and hug and all this stuff, you know? But what scares me about that phase is that, like, there's that impending doom where you're, like, I'm waiting for the other foot to fall or other yeah. shoe to drop, whatever the saying is. Because it's, like, my track record or, like, from what I've seen from men, like, they always act a certain way in the beginning. But, like, once it starts to get hard or, like, you have to put effort in or things like that is when you start to see the true person or the true character. And that scares me, though. Because, like, what if you fall for someone like, you learn to, like, love who they are and like love spending time with them and then like you don't really see who they really are until like things get hard you know and that's when you have to make because I always say love's a choice love's a feeling and a choice but I feel like that's when love becomes a choice because it's like despite them not being who I thought they were is it going to be enough for me to continue to like want to do this you know and I think that's like where it becomes less situationship less honeymoon and more like this is a real relationship or whatever but I feel like there need, that's why I always say like three to four months before it needs to be a, a relationship because it's like if it's still a situationship and it's past four months it's like it's not going to be a relationship yeah. if they want to be with you and they want to be exclusive with you they'd make that clear I think it's so funny how we both have kind of the same fear in relationships except we just have different reactions like we both are kind of not wanting to commit because we're afraid that it's not going to work out for like our various reasons so we react the opposite way like you kind of like 
more uh, look for stuff back from them and like you're starting to expect them to meet your expectations which is like obviously nothing is wrong with that at all that's like how it should go and like the way I do it is I kind of start to self-sabotage and pull away and like travel back to my single mindset isn't that hilarious I think it's like we and then we both like have the same kind of like oh my god like anxiety but we just handle it like two completely different ways yeah ham sandwich you know that video no. You've never seen the ham sandwich video? I don't think so. Like, he had the underwear on his head, and he's like, he was cooking a fucking, uh, a fucking, a fucking ham. A fucking ham sandwich. You never seen no, that video? No, I don't think so. Was there, oh, my God. Was it a vine? Yes. Man. It was the funniest vine that's ever vined. In high school, I, like, prided myself in knowing all things vine, and, like, now I feel you know, like, gross, I'm just, like, randomly, like, quote it in the middle of a sentence, and uh-huh. everyone's like, what? Yeah. Um, I think that your personality or like the core of your personality really manifests itself in how you deal with hardships in like all aspects of your life but specifically in relationships because it's the most like central to like emotion feeling etc you're about to say something so profound right now oh my god you're a very confident person you're confident and you're independent and that manifests in how you react to relationships or problems in relationships your thing isn't like oh my god i need to go call them and cry it's like you know what okay i'm put, i'm stepping away i'm focusing on myself i'm gonna have fun like do me that that's always your like reaction to things and like me i'm very like passionate about things i like to like fight for things i'm always like want to be in a debate you know whatever so like and when i am passionate about something i do like all that i can to like whatever so i feel like when it comes to hardships and relationships never the kind to like hold back or like play games like anything like that like i'm gonna fight for what i want you know even if that means like being annoying or like seeming like I'm a simp or whatever because like if it matters to me I'm gonna like do, like you know that's who that's just who I am mm-hmm. so I feel like when it comes to hardships that's how like you can kind of tell who you are at your core you know I love how on this podcast I love that we're so different in very prominent aspects of our life because we can talk about them in a way that's not demonizing because you know how like sometimes like we're guilty of this like we come on this podcast and we're like if you do this you're x y and z and like this negative kind of light yeah but I think in moments like these we can kind of converge and be like one is not wrong one is not right but like they're both equally as valid and they both can have equally as good outcomes but they're just like two different ways of life so I really like that we're so different in that sense and that's why I compliment each other because we aren't the same you know like I I wouldn't one friend to someone who's like my identical twin I yeah. just have alone time for that you know I would hate that because you know me like I'm not um like I always handle everybody with like kid gloves and like I beat around the bush and I sugarcoat everything and at least with like me like you don't do that which like I value like you're still very kind that's not what I'm saying I'm not saying you're mean or rude or like abrasive or like that you like make fun of me and stuff I but I'm saying you, that like, it's out of love but <laughs> <laughs> like not in a mean way though is what I'm saying but like you do, you do, you set me straight. And, like, I really like that about you. I can tell that story. Oh, Bruh, we're going to an event, like a dinner. And Sarah, <laughs> Sarah comes out. She's wearing a bodysuit and jeans. It's a bodysuit that, like, clips at the bottom, like, under where your vagina is. Yeah, and it, it, like, comes up. Like, it doesn't end, it doesn't, like, tuck all the way in your jeans. Like, it comes up and shows your hip. Basically, if you're skinny, you wear these. It, like, <laughs> shows your side. Girl, the way my love handles be hanging out that shit, like, uh, Christmas ham but she's comes out and she's like dressed to go but like her the flaps the literally the flaps of the bodysuit are outside of her jeans like she hadn't tucked them in yet and so I was like oh my god I forgot to tuck in your flaps and she's like no no that's a look there was like a 40 second silence where I was like should I stay silent or should I say something and it was those moments where I was like I got I was like Sarah honey I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> Please go put your ba- your bodysuit on. Like I love you and all, and fashion is definitely your thing. But this is the one time I put my foot down, girl, because I was scared that if we went out, so I'm like, girl, you like your things hanging. You have to explain it so awkwardly. But yeah, I was like, honey, you are fashion 900 percent of the time. But this one time, I'm gonna have to tell you. I'm, I'm gonna have to put it down. You know. And I love you for that. If you didn't do that, we would not be friends. I'm telling you right now. Like I need someone. To, I need someone to tell me stuff like that. You're welcome. Because at the end of the day, stop. Collaborate with my brand and perk your ears up. I feel like no one understands that joke and they're just going to like... We explained it a few episodes ago, but like, you know, when we tell stories, we're just like, yeah, Yeah, we don't actually tell the story. I want people to just like skip through our laughing because I know it's literally so annoying. I know. But um, anyway, (sighs) advice. I think once you're hiring a situationship, basically, if you feel like you're doing like the quote unquote job description of a girlfriend 
or like you're with someone who you're supposed to be exclusive with or like kind of exclusive with by choice not necessarily by like force mm-hmm. and like you feel like you're basically dating but you haven't like defined it yet or put quote unquote labels on it a situationship and I feel like obviously that works for a lot of people it's great but I think if your goal is to be in a relationship with them or like you don't want to compromise what you want maybe that is what you want if that's what you want then like girl period but like if you do want something more from them or like you do see it becoming something serious you have to like you know give yourself a timeline be like if we're not dating within three months or putting away one three months or let's have a talk in three months then i'm gonna do this this and this because that's what i value and promote most you know like you should put your feelings and desires first and that might mean leaving the person it might mean being alone but that is going to hurt so much less in the end than if you do get your hopes up and continue to get hurt, you know? I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to listen to us if you feel further inclined on either iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're all over the place. So just any podcast app, basically. We're on there. <laughs> and make sure to follow our socials at Crying in Public Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube as well. Uh, we're posting our apartment tour soon because it's fully filmed. You just have to like film a hi guys and like an outro. So we are posting that like this week. So keep an eye out for some new fun, exciting things. As ever, the merch conversation is still happening. We are talking about it. We've gotten so many requests to like release a demo or like a little prototype or like do another giveaway with another piece of our merch because um, we did that like our first giveaway we sold like sold we gave away a pink tumbler cup for like wine like a travel cup which is cute so we're gonna do that again sometime soon we will do the sweatshirt once oh yeah and the yeah. sweatshirt sorry i totally forgot and the sweatshirt that was designed by the lovely Cindy winner, Cindy winner. because Bye. we do everything Bye. Bye. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriment, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.